When your kid says that you are their role model, it makes you feel good, right? Gosh, I am doing something right. But when it comes to being their financial role model, can you live up to that title? It is seven figures. I am Sandy Waters. Each week we tap into financially savvy people and learn from them. Walk away with little nuggets of financial knowledge that we can put into action and feel better about our financial future so we can be better role models for our kids. Thank you to our sponsor, Family First Credit Union. When it comes to financial education, earning and learning go hand in hand. And Family First is here to help you and the greater Rochester community with both. Good people over there. Okay, today we cash in with Elizabeth Ferguson, our Lady of Mercy High School graduate, just recently graduated from Isabella Graham Hart School of Practical Nursing. And I know you're thinking, she seems too young. What is she going to teach me about finances? I'm telling you, she is the person you hope your kids will emulate. Elizabeth, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a millennial. So I'm 23 years old, just got my LPN, which is licensed practical nurse. So, and I just got my third job at Monroe Community Hospital, and I started about two and a half, three months ago. I think it's pretty accurate to say that your take on finances, your perspective on money is a little bit unique for somebody your age. Finances, they are a sacrifice, you know, to... To build your 401k, to put away into your savings, you have to look at everything objectively. Is this worth, you know, the hour of work it took to earn this dollar? The real thing is is to start that savings. Start it when you're young, you know. When you first get that job, immediately start that retirement account, put in 15%, and you're not going to miss the 15% in your first paycheck. It's all right. You've never seen it. Yeah. So it just goes in and it's building and it's building. And every paycheck you get, you know, that builds it. And then, you know, the interest you get on top of that, it's already building. And you don't even realize it's missing because you've never seen it. Your relationship with money really starts from your childhood, right? The environment you grew up in. You either love money or hate money based on how your parents managed their money and talked about money. So in your house, what was it like? Well, unlike most children, I never got an allowance at all. I had zero income from that. The chores were expected. Mm. I am contributing to the household. You know, I'm being fed. I'm being clothed, that kind of thing. You know, you shouldn't have to ask your parents to pay for you plus pay money. As a kid, were you frustrated by that, seeing all your friends? No, not really. Not really. Okay. Because I also understood you can't always get what you want. Mm. That's that's one of the things that I recognize about millennials. You know, a lot in my generation are told we can own the world. You know, it's ours for the taking. Go out and get it. But we really can't. You know, sacrifices have to be made, and we can't get everything we want. Do okay. you want that dress that's, you know, 35 bucks from Forever 21? Yeah, you want it. But is it worth, you know, two and a half, three hours of work? Is It's the cost benefit. So did your dad, what did your dad do for a living and your mom? My dad was mostly stay at home. Okay. Um, he was a retired bank manager. Um, his banking office closed. Um, my mom worked for Kodak. 
Okay. Um, like a got, lot of our parents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she got laid off and went back to school and is now working as a safety kind of OSHA inspector. Okay. So um, you saw your parents really working really hard. You had yeah. a little bit of that finance knowledge from your dad, mm-hmm. um, work ethic from your mom who, you know, laid off and went right back to school, which is so hard to go back as an adult. Mostly I think it is. It all comes back to sacrifice. Uh-huh. I saw that they were sacrificing for me. You know, they were putting their time and effort into getting the best that they could for me and for my brother and for our family. You know, that sacrifice of my mother's time, you know, my father raising us rather than, you know, going out being a second earner. Mm. It, it really comes back to sacrifice. Which is a sacrifice. When one parent does stay at home, you're mm-hmm. going to have to give up something. Mm-hmm. Or the other will work twice as hard. So um, I really do see that. Now, the millennials, and they do say that your generation and some generations after will be more savvy with their money because they've heard all the stories and they've seen and watched us struggle with credit card debt specifically. To your credit, you guys are the diligent DIYers. There's so many resources out there, so many tools to access this information, and you guys do crave it. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of resources available to us, and we've seen the struggles of our parents and, you know, even some of our friends, you know, who are in the older generations. My brother, he's currently struggling with finances, and I'm helping to... Your uh, brother is... My brother is. So it's really not See, about... The daughters are always the favorites. No. <laughs> it's, it's really not about how you're raised. It's what you okay. take out of that. My brother was raised in the same household, but we seem to have two different sets of values when it comes to money. Okay. So now let's say your brother is listening and people like your brother are listening that just didn't grasp and take away what you took away. What advice do you give him? What advice would you give other millennials or same people in that age group? Everybody's in different circumstances. Mm-hmm. I really, for me, I put it down to, is it worth the hours I'm spending? Is it worth my work and my effort and my time to spend this money on this item, object, food source, whatever? Um, my brother does have an addiction to video games, and I'll, I'll admit I was there once or twice, mm-hmm. you know, Steam, that kind of thing, World of Warcraft. But what it really came down to is, is this really worth the enjoyment I'm getting out of it for the amount I'm paying? What was it, though, that helped you? Because I think when we're young, we all have our little vices, and when you're young, you don't. You're not really responsible for anybody else but yourself. Mm -hmm. So sure, I used to go on these lavish shopping sprees every month, too, because, hey, nobody's counting on my money. It's just me. At what point were you like, okay, I got to turn this off and I got to go into save mode. I got to go into planning mode. I got to get it all together. I think I've always have had that mindset. At 18, when I became a legal adult, I had written my will. I had my health care proxy all set. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I was, you know, I took a look at that, you know, tomorrow or tonight or when I leave the studio, I could get in a car accident. What was it to make you realize and and think so pragmatically? You know, I think it came down to my decision is what do I want for my kids? I looked at my parents and I saw that they wanted the best for me. 
So when I have them, I want to have my finances in order. I've been dating my boyfriend four years. You know, I'd rather a house and a stable home and no student debt rather than a ring. You know, that can be taken away. You know, you could get a divorce. You know, I'd rather have equity, a house, a life together. Same for my kids. So you are not, you don't fall prey to the, you know, I need, I want, I have, yeah, the I need that. Oh gosh, I just saw that on social media and I need it and I want it. The keeping up with the Joneses is the biggest battle a lot of people struggle with. Mm -hmm. I think it really comes down to what do you really need? You need food, you need a roof over your head, you know, everything else is sugar. The sacrifice is a big thing that you talk about. Do you find yourself just sacrificing in the over-the-top luxuries, which everybody has a different idea of what that is, or your time where I'm going to work hard because you said you have three jobs? I, I've had three jobs over my Okay. Years. Oh, okay. I, I only have one right now. But I find, you know, I have to sacrifice little things every day. Um, currently, I'm going to be going in for a double tomorrow. And today, and I've picked up over 40 hours of overtime in the next two weeks. Jeez, I don't know I've how. I've picked up over 48 hours for the two weeks after that. And I'm going to be doing summer classes. Honey, you do it when you're young. Because so, after you have those kids, something happens to your body. You just get drained. I, I find, you know, <laughs> I'm sacrificing now. sleep. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm going out. I'm buying my food in bulk. I can buy the ingredients, food prep for the week, and, you know, I have leftovers almost every night. I I make these little sacrifices every day. It all comes down to you can't starve yourself either, you know. You can't go to such a budget that you're penny-pinching every single penny. You just can't, you know. You need to give yourself a a little cuddle room. You need... 50 bucks for gas every week. Well, give yourself 75, and if you use more accidentally, you know you're covered. If you use less, put it back into savings. Do your parents pay for anything right now? Right now, my parents are paying for MCC. Okay. I've not been working for the last years. I was going to get my LPN. That is going to be changing. Uh, My mother and I are going to have the talk coming this week. About finances, where I am, what we're looking forward to. How appropriate for you to come in then now. Perfect timing. <laughs> Just play the podcast for her. But look, oh, look. Yeah. My car is currently slowly going out the door. I'm anticipating that expense in August. Okay. So I'm already putting away. Ah, okay. I've applied for credit cards. But previously, I've tried to avoid those. I don't want to be spending money I don't have. It's a temptation temptation that you don't even want to deal with. That I didn't want to deal with, especially not as young as I was and on my parents' dollars. Yeah. But now I'm looking at it, and I found a card that backs it with money from my own account. So I can put, you know, it's like a gift card. I put the money on, and I can take it out, and it's, it's from my account. It's backed, but it's still building my credit. Is it tough for you as a millennial, 23, And you see your friends around you, and I'm sure you do see your friends around you, not living the financial lifestyle that you're living right now, as far as, you know, thinking about the future and really being engaged in your finances. 
how hard is it for you to say, oh, no, I'm not going to go out again for the third night in a row or whatever it may be? The people I surround myself with aren't those who go out to the bar. Every okay. Night. They're, they're not the ones who are going out to the movies and splurging. They're the ones who will come over in my house and we'll watch a movie together and play board games, you know. We'll find other ways rather than spending money of entertaining ourselves. See, now that is, again, that is beyond your years because you eventually learn that, that you have to drop the friends that kind of hold you down and surround yourself. Whatever your environment is what you aspire to be like, mm-hmm. right? Whoever you have around you. But typically you don't discover that until you get married and your spouse makes you discover that. <laughs> or you have kids and you're like, wait a minute, I, I'm a mom now. I did have trouble kind of adjusting to, you know, hey, I have money now when I first got my job. Sure. I was spending and spending and spending and you know, you were. I was. I you splurged. naughty girl. What I was know. the worst thing you bought that you're like, oh, the guilt? Oh, there's a few. Come on, give me All one right. good one. Um, make us feel like we're okay with those purchases that we've made. Mm, you're not gonna like this one. Okay. It was a pressure toaster cooker. Uh, what? <laughs> it was for my house. It's like an oven. No, it was a little oven. It pressure cooks. It toasts, broils, bakes. Well, that sounds like a good investment, no? It works for my kitchen, and I love it. Okay. It it was something that, yes, it was expensive, but it's practical. Okay, now give me something that's not practical, that now today you regret, and you're like, why did I spend money on that? My prom gown. Ah, mm. are you going to tell us how much it was? Uh, Did your mom make you pay for it? I paid my mother for <gasps> it. Yes. Good for you. It oh, was. How much? 450 <gasps> $450? I know. <laughs> it was horrible, and I wasn't working at the time, too. So. All right, all right, you but had it. But I paid it. her back. I kind of learned for senior prom to go less expensive. Well, see, you need that, though. I you feel know, like you need to make those financial blunders. It was fun, and I loved it, yes. though. Yes, It okay. was so worth it, and I still have the dress today. And, you know, maybe my kid will use it. Yeah. Who knows what the fashion's going to be. Yeah, yeah. That's what every woman says. I don't think she will. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think she will either. <laughs> don't think she will. But anyhow, Um and honestly, I'm sure a lot of moms are listening right now like, that's a discount. That's such a deal compared to what they've spent. But we all have our moments of weakness, right? It's almost like I have to try to stay away from those temptations, kind of like you with your credit card, because I know that I will go crazy at the mall or, you know, if I'm on Pinterest too much, that drives me nuts. I have to delete the app because I found myself at one point in my life where I was always on it and I, lo- I would look around my house and be like, this house is a dump. Like <laughs> I've had this couch for 15 years and then it would make me depressed and I would tell my husband, we got to redo everything. I want to put up Cromwell. We got to just buy a new house. It almost is like if you recognize something that does turn you and tempt you to a point you got to just eliminate it. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say eliminate so much as, you know, recognize it. Restrict. 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 Yeah. Use restraint. It's similar to an addiction. It is an addiction, really. It can be. 
Facebook, mm-hmm. cell phones, things like that, when you find that they're interfering or that they are affecting your life to such a magnitude, you got to look at it and go, is it worth the stress? Is it worth the trouble? You know, yeah. Is it worth this? And, you know, maybe, yeah, do Pinterest. Make a tablecloth, you know, reuse, recycle, renew. Yeah. But don't go crazy. I'm not crafty, though. I try to reuse, recycle, and it looks like crap. (laughs) There is no renew. (laughs) Oh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Thank you for having me. It's been great. She is definitely a good financial role model. Next week on the podcast, What I Would Tell My Young Self, we invite in Erica Cummings, VP at Morgan Stanley, the creator of the Women, Wealth, and Empowerment series, and Jackie from Ernst & Young to share with us their mistakes that we hopefully can learn from. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast, telling a friend about it, scrolling down a little bit on iTunes and giving us a rating and a review. Thank you to our sponsors at Family First Credit Union and enjoy spoiling dad this weekend. Just keep it within the budget. (laughs) Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week.